Hey guys, figure we go ahead and pay these bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So guys and girls, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Royal Podcast. We just finished up an episode about time management. As we know, Troy's here for my wedding. He's our special guest for mm-hmm. these episodes. Uh, so we decided to come up with a new series um, about how to make your ultimate self a reality. Um, so it's going to be a series of different topics that we're going to cover in a matter of short time. And if this uh, this may appeal to those who really need change in their life, you know, that they're watching something that just isn't going the way they needed to go. And this may push you to get there. So without further ado, this topic is about identity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Identity. So we decided to start with that one because, I mean, what do you have control over from sunrise to sunset? You're really yourself. Um, and so we also don't notice or pay attention to the fact about just how much we see ourselves um, or, or how much and how much we're viewed also. How much we're viewed is mainly talked about a lot, especially in like terms of depression and stuff. Um, but I mean, that's a whole different topic right there. But uh, this, this identity, this, this, this word identity, how you identify, that's been something that's been brought up uh, recently, popular, uh, pop, in terms of you know the popular spectrum, but just not in the right way. And uh, especially not bringing your best self out. So we started with, with identity because you can control it. Um, so the very first point is you have two forms of identity, essentially. Two different ways of being viewed, two different ways of viewing yourself. There's an external one and an internal one. External is pretty much to make it really simple and understandable is your social status, is your what you do with your friends socially, your career, your family, the way you're viewed and what role you play, your identity in those in that environment. The external world. Now we all know that usually both the external and internals of our life can inflict, uh, in, influence how the feel. other. Right, everything. Yeah, how we feel, all of that. So, like for example, if you're feeling really, if you're a really happy and confident person, and that's just how you are. Your life when you go out, when you socialize with people, that stuff affects them too. If you're a really negative, pessimistic person, that stuff happens to represent itself in the external world, and you're viewed in a, and you're pretty much identifying yourself as a pessimist outside. Um, so the internal thing, though, is really your self-conversation, your self-voice. Uh, who are you to yourself when you're by yourself? That's the internal identity, and it's super important. I start off with that one because you can control those. And 
they both impact you a lot. Some people part like completely neglect the power that they have to regulate their internal economy, their internal nature, how they view themselves. Um, a lot of issues just come from that. Then a lot of people like to compare their identity, internal identity, to the external identity of somebody else. And they have no clue what their internal one is like. Right. Especially in terms of like celebrities and stuff like that. They 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 flash the good stuff, but on the inside they're miserable. Yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's super important to get that down because if you really want to be your best self, you gotta have a clear understanding of what your external internal identity is now and what does the external internal identity of your best self look like so you can start working on those things in the future. Because let me tell you, if let's say you want to be a wealthy person, wealthy people don't tend to hang out with people that don't know how to spend money properly or invest money. And so you can't be placing yourself in those external those situations where you're you're pretty much identifying yourself with other people because trust me, like Jim Rohn says, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you want to, you know, become your best self, your ultimate self, taking control your external environment and internal one, especially the internal one. Your self-talk is super important. Self-love is one of the first episodes we, we put out there that's part of managing your identity and developing yourself into the person you want to become. So whatever your role is, as your best self, start cultivating that with start molding it with who you are right now um that's the first point self-view you got that bro you got that self-view determines your reality how do you view yourself that is that's something that's good that's really good to me because it's like that can go in many different directions right so let's say you grew up in a not so good you know household right and if you were abused and talked about and talked down on by the people that's quote unquote supposed to love you, then when once once you're older, once you're an adult now, now I'm gonna view myself as always being, you know, this person that they said that I was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like we have to be able to take the things that were said about us when we were younger. We have to be able to take the things that were said about us in school, in the streets, wherever we were, and not make that who we are. Right, right. But it's very hard, especially at a young age, if someone is doing this to you all the time, just, you know, bashing you all the time. It's pretty hard to be like, wait a minute, how do I know that that's not me? Right? So that comes with looking at looking within. Being able to say, you know what, when when I do this, it don't feel right. Mm-hmm. I know that's not a part of who I am. Or when I say things like this, I know that's just not, you know, it don't sit right with some within me. It just don't sit right. That's not what part of who I am. So as time progresses and as time goes on, you begin to realize that, you know what, you said that I was a failure. Well, guess what? I just graduated. So now I know that's, that's not true. Or you said that um, I'll never get a good job when I make five figures or seven figures. Well, now I know that's not true, right? But if you are conditioning yourself to continue to believe the things that people say about you, then that's who you're going to become. Right, exactly. But if there's a way out of that, what's the way out of that? Okay, I know that, like I said earlier, if it doesn't fit right within me, if it doesn't sit right well within me, then I know, you know what, well, maybe that's not something that 
I am. That's just not who I am. Yeah. You know, you've said that's who I was my whole life, or you may have said some things my whole life, but I know that's not who I am, right? So self-view, being able to come to a spot in your life and a space in your life to where you can sit, literally sit down, and it's very important, and some people go their whole lives and never do this. They never do this. So they're going, they bring this into marriages. They bring this into friendships. They bring this even into business because mm -hmm. they never sat down and self-reflected and said, you know what, this is this needs to be taken out of my life. That needs to be taken out of my life. These things are not does not belong in my life. So now I'm bringing all of this. If I was beat up on as a child, I'm bringing that anger. So I'm not I'm not just gonna fight. You know what I mean? As when I need to, I'm gonna fight everybody all the time. Why? Because. It's that little kid in me that never got a chance to defend myself. Yeah, that's how you view yourself. So growing up, what are you going to do? You're going to view yourself as a violent person. Yep. As a competitional person. Why? Because you never dealt with those things. You never looked in the mirror and said, you know what? That doesn't belong there anymore. Let me remove it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just like, man, you got to, it really determines your reality. And that's so true. It really determines who you are in your reality and who you want to be. And that's the question that I would ask anybody. Who do you want to be? Okay, look at who you are now, but who do you want to be? What are your goals? Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Where are you going within the next five years? Where are you going within the next six months? What are your short-term goals? What are your long-term goals? And what, But you're never going to get to that until you start looking at yourself and self-reflecting and start to say, you know what? These are things that don't belong. These things that do. Now let me go ahead. And once you know better, you'll do better. Mm -hmm. So it's not enough just to know. But you have to know and then put action. And not trying to make it super spiritual, but uh, even the Bible says, faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? I can't just have faith about who I want to be. I got to work towards it. Yep. <laughs> um, and then also, um, and then, never, I'm not going to say the next one because that's for another point. Yeah. But for so far, just kind of like sitting down, realizing, you don't have to be super spiritual to self-reflect. I want people to understand that. Like people, you don't have to serve a God. You don't have to, you know, do all these different other things or be in religion just to self-reflect. Yeah, to have an understanding of what you, where you, who you are. Right. Is, I mean, that's 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 you versus you. That's you just studying yourself, and you really just can't make any progress if you don't know who you are. True. So, yeah. like, but it's super important because it's your view, your perspective. Like, the example of a. Of glass being half full or half empty, the pessimist versus the optimist. That 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 ideology, that example is prevalent here. How you view things becomes your reality. If you decide to view things as, if you always decide to view the negative and stuff, you always have a negative life. When you ask people sometimes, like if you just ask somebody you usually occasionally see in the grocery store, hey, how how you doing? Man, you know, just start complaining about all their problems. Uh -huh. It's because they have this, this, this filter that they, which they look through things in a negative way, always. So the reality is a negative one, and most of the time, these people are the ones with the blessed lifestyles. They're the ones that have yeah. really nothing to complain about. Yeah. So that's the thing with self-view. What what lenses are you looking through? And especially at yourself, right? What lenses are you looking through? in the mirror what are you seeing through those lenses in the mirror are you pointing out all your problems your issues 
my eyebrows aren't the same length. My eyebrows aren't the same width. Like those things, and they start to focus on that, and they think they're ugly and want to, you know, rather than, man, I have beautiful eyes. Man, my smile, I love the way my smile is. You know? All that, like, stuff like that. Real simple example. You gotta change that filter. Yeah. You gotta so, change how you view yourself. I yeah. mean, it's just, it's just about, you know, not becoming a statistic. It's about not becoming who they said you were. It's just, you have to change how you view yourself. And who cares what anybody else says? Who cares how they see you? You know what I mean? As long as you know for a 100% fact of who you are and whose you are, who cares what anybody else says? Mm -hmm. um, but as long as you let those outside comments, those external comments, going back to the first point, you know, make up who you are internally, then that's who you're gonna be. I, I heard a, a quote when I first got to Texas, who you are by yourself is who you are. So who you are when nobody else sees you, when, when nobody else is around, that's who you are. You know, if you're your person that doesn't drink, but when you're by yourself, or well, you, you throw them back. You just drinking, 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 then that's who you are. So it's just kind of like, you know, make sure you just have that self-reflection, have those moments to where, when, especially when things happen in your life, have those moments, take those moments, okay, why did this happen? Why am I in this situation? And then you can determine on whether you want to fix it or change it, or the case may be. That's yeah. good. Number three, what's number three? Stuff. Uh, so you get what you tolerate. Uh, for yourself, you know. Um, that last part's the important part. Just uh, like, yeah. When you said the glass is half full, half empty, I like to view it as both. Mm hmm. Um, pretty much like what you're saying, if you are beaten down, things like that, you're uh, going back to that feeling allowing yourself to tolerate it um, instead of you know changing uh, internally you know mm -hmm. um, it's it's kind of like uh, like me like let's say I want to go to the gym right I'm going to a mediocre gym I'm around mediocre people you know um, <laughs> you realize you don't tolerate that you you move to another level mm -hmm. you move to a better gym you move to better people and once you start structuring that your internal identity will change you know and people will start to see you in a different light like walking in the grocery store you have this aura about you that people see and they stare you know or they they look you know it's good so. yeah if you're gonna tolerate like for example an unhealthy lifestyle you're gonna have an unhealthy result. You get what you tolerate. It's really good. Okay, you what you tolerate. Take take this take this into perspective because we often say, "Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that." Okay, but what else are you tolerating? Let me tell you, you're tolerating way more than the things you don't like. You're not cutting out enough. You're tolerating McDonald's. You're gonna you're gonna be tolerating a McDonald's like body. Okay, you're gonna look like McDonald's. Okay, you're gonna look like a clown because you're not taking care of yourself. You're gonna to tolerate disrespect from people, okay? You're gonna start feeling, you're gonna start feeling the, the effects of disrespect. You're gonna start feeling like less valuable and stuff like that. You tolerate these things, you will, you're gonna, and you receive the consequences. But the point in saying that is that you you have to look at what you are tolerating because you may not even know you're tolerating something. Yeah. Like that's why I bring up the McDonald's thing because it's so easy for us to pull up in a McDonald's drive-through. You're tolerating the the negative impact of the food. 
especially on a regular basis. Having it like very scarcely is okay. We won't die from taking it. But you're tolerating an unhealthy lifestyle. You know, I think it's because it's so easy to slip into that, mm -hmm. that carefreeness, you know? Oh, it's easy to go, go get that, or it's, you know, I might as well not deal with it because that's a challenge. So. And that's how we're wired. I mean, think, I mean, the brain has this very distinct, solid spot in the middle of it that's responsible for having, for habit development. Mm -hmm. And the brain does not want to ex exhaust more energy than it needs to. So that easy to get food kind of thing, that's a primal instinct that it is easy for me to go get that food. So I'm making the, the decision. I'm going to feel good about making that decision too. It's going to release endorphins to go get that food. Even though you know that food is not the best option. Right. Yeah. You're gonna tolerate that. And as long as the brain has the fuel it needs, it's gonna keep influencing you to do that. But you need to have the 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 will to say, I can't tolerate that anymore. Stop tolerating things that are gonna hurt you. You gotta tolerate things that are gonna help you. What you you will get what you tolerate from yourself. The way you treat yourself, what you're tolerating from yourself is what you're gonna get. If you're gonna tolerate a messy house, you're gonna have a messy appearance. That's that. You're, yeah. You told me, and I mentioned this in the podcast a while ago, that your house is a reflection of your character. It is. It is. You that's tolerate that, man, you, that's your appearance. People will see, they will smell, they're gonna tell. They will know. They will definitely smell. Yes. I'm just gonna say that. It's so, it's, 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 these things pour out into your life. The external and in, internal factors are in sync. They are in sync. They're separate, but they're in sync. They both influence each other. You have to manage what you tolerate. And it's like, you, you, you gotta, like, you can even take it back to school. If you have an input output table, what you put in is what you get out. Mm hmm. Whatever you put in <laughs> yeah. is what's gonna come out of it. What's Whatever four plus four? Eight. <laughs> There's only one way. Right. So it's just like, uh, at the end of the day, whatever you tolerate and you put in, then that's what's going to come back out. Yeah. So here's a good example. A thermostat. Man, let's say that it's, uh, you say your thermostat is 75 degrees. You want the internal space of your house, your office, wherever you're at, to be 75 degrees. Now let's say you bust open the window and it's about 98 degrees outside. What is that thermostat gonna do? It's gonna start working extremely hard to bring that temperature down, back to 75 degrees. Mm -hmm. No matter what it has to do, it's gonna do it. Even if it breaks, it's gonna do it. You have a thermostat. You have this temperature you set yourself to. Now, we can't control the external factors of life. This is where right. this example comes into play. You don't have control over things outside of, outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. There's only so much you can control. But your, your thermostat, the temperature that you set for yourself, the quality of your life will always be followed back to that temperature. So let's say you're having a really successful day at work. Man, you're pretty much on the equivalent of, an, of a 100 degree. -er. But you're a 75 degree. Okay, in that much time, you'll get back to 75 because you haven't changed to be. You haven't changed your thermostat, your, your level to be at 100 degrees. Let's say it goes to 45. Ooh, that sucks. 30 degrees down, that's extremely cold. 
Well, you're gonna warm yourself back up because you can't, you know, you're not at 45 degree level. You're a 75 degree. The point is, this is in, this the this is the effect of identity. This is why it's important to manage it because the level that your identity is at, no matter what happens in the world, you always fall back to that. So. It's different from self-view because you get to see, the way you see things is the way your reality is perceived. The actual reality itself is determined by that temperature you have set for yourself. So if, you, if you're set at a 75, your life is always going to fall back to a 75. But the way you see that 75 is up to you. Because there are people that like 75 degrees and say it's hot enough. Some people that say C75 and they're like, oh, it's cold. It's cold in here. But some people love it. You get that, you know? Yeah. Like you in the car. You Man, lower the temperature, man. Why Why so hot in here? Oh, it's comfortable. Oh, I love it. When, I get, when I'm in my car and my sister gets in there, I'm like, I have it real cold. Mm -hmm. I'm always hot. And she's like, Darren, I'm cold. Raise the temperature. Okay? She sees my temperature as cold. I see my temperature as warm, as how I want, the neutral zone. Your thermostat, your, your, you in your case works the same way. How you view your, your thermostat, that's up to you, but you gotta change that, okay? Because there are pessimistic celebrities, rich people, and there are optimistic ones. There are givers and there's takers at those rich levels. They're both rich, but the way that they operate and the way they see things is completely different. So the recap, external versus internal identity. Your self-view determines your reality. You will get what you tolerate from yourself. And the thermostat, regulate that. So, you got something to drop on us, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I just thought about it. And don't waste your time complaining about not being able to change something or because what you tolerated is happening. If you can't change it, learn to challenge it. And if you learn to challenge it, then you're not going to be stuck where you are. And, stronger. Yeah, okay. it, and your whole viewpoint changes entirely. You know, you become a whole different animal. What is it? Same beast, different animal. Oh. I forgot who was it. Who quoted that? I don't know. I've heard of it before, but I, don't yeah. know, I can't remember right now. But your yeah. viewpoint changes, man. You you don't become a complainer no more. Take your like. A lot of people are stuck in the, in the in the past. You know, oh, this happened to me. I got beat as a kid. Blah blah. blah. Yes. Now take that energy, right? Take that negativity. negativity and that anger and feel something great. Because you'll go from a kitten to a lion in no time. Yeah. Are you a victim or a responder? No? Well, are you a victim or a survivor? Or survivor um, yeah. You know, it's, it's just like, if you stay in that place, then that's what you're gonna be for the rest of your life. Because so is a man thinking, so is he. So, am I just gonna stay there? Listen here, I've had, I've been through some crazy things. I'm pretty sure Brett has. I'm pretty sure Darian has. But it's your choice whether you're gonna get up from there. Mm -hmm. Like, Cramping. are you gonna get up from there, or are you gonna stay there for the rest of your life? Again, some people go through their whole lives, man, and they don't get the things that they need to get, and they don't get the relief. And 
deliverance they really need because they so they stuck at five years old. Whatever happened to them when they were small? Because they tolerated it for so long, it becomes grand in stone in the reality of who they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and you know that stuff doesn't happen if you're if you're sitting at home trying to effectively change it. Yeah. Like we got to challenge that. You got to challenge that idea. You also said like. If you're wasting, if you're wasting your time complaining, that's why you find yourself stuck in the places you are, because you're not managing your filter. You view you view your life as something to complain about, rather as something to challenge and something to change, something to grow off of. Like some people are thankful for problems because they learn from them. Mm -hmm. Some people hate problems because it challenges them and it makes them uncomfortable and they don't like it because it's a problem innately. Like a problem. People view as a negative thing as a problem. Like when you say problem, oh, it's a problem. A problem happened. You tell that to your boss. Oh, there's a problem. He's gonna be like, oh, I'm like, what? What's the problem? Like right. they get real mad. But it's an opportunity to learn and become better. So, you know, manage that. Because if you want to stay stuck, just you know, sit there and waste your time complaining. Nothing's gonna happen. Nothing gets done from complaining. Like you just get deeper in the hole. Yeah. yeah, you get used to that that thing. Man, I, I know people in my family. You can talk to them. You walk in, in into the house and give them hugs, kiss, you know, say hello, and talk to them about how good your day was. You know, and they're just listening, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like really not really caring. But then you'll be like, oh, did you hear about this, this, and this? Some kind of drama? And they're like, oh yeah, can you believe that? And they start talking. Drama is always usually negative. People that live like that, they have a dramatic life. Yeah. They're full of drama. Well, it's probably because their life is so either boring or that's their way of... That's the way they see things. But you have a lot of people that live, oh my God, they just live as a victim. Woe is me, woe is me, woe is me. This Boy, we got a whole other episode on that. that <laughs> oh my God. Oh, man. I'm just like, dude oh. or lady. Get it together. Yeah, those people. You know, you just complain, 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 until eventually, people don't want to be around you. Mm. You know, I, no, I'm not gonna say no names, but I got people like that in my own family, and everyone you know, does, man. Like, I just don't need to be around you at this at this point, because like you're just complaining about what you don't have. What you know, I'm just like, what do you have? What what yeah. are you grateful for? Yeah. Like, who, what are you happy about? Are you happy that you're alive? Sometimes <laughs> like, they don't know how to be happy. Yeah, it's sad. It's, it's They're not sad. wired that way. Yeah. And it's actually, they 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 wired themselves that way. You know, like you wire your you you wire right. your mentality. It's, not, it's like, not that you're not naturally wired. That you did that to yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you grow up in environments like that, but at a certain point, you have a decision to get to to make that choice because you've at that point you've experienced experienced good and bad. You've experienced pleasure and and pain. You gotta make a decision on how you want to view things and get forth with that. That's identity. In order to become your ultimate self, you have to manage all the things we talked about because you can. You make a decision to say something negative, to think something negative. You have a decision to say something positive and think something positive. To do what's right. To to challenge yourself. To challenge a problem and become better from it. So, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. You know, we're gonna be posting a whole bunch about this. We have a few, a whole series. More um, topics on it. Right, right. So stay tuned for next episodes. 
or next week's episode. And again, if you find that somebody can use this, like someone that's struggling with their self-image, um, they're not very confident, and they, they just they're not happy with where they are. Sometimes, let me tell you, most of the time when people, this from, I'm speaking from experience, most of the time that people tell you, or they, or they show on social media all the time about their problems, that's all they talk about, they complain, stuff like that. Um, like, really, really bad stuff. Most of the time, they want that. Most of the time, they just want somebody to listen to them, and uh, that's just how they view themselves, and that's it. I mean, still share this with them, and hopefully they get to this point in the episode so that they realize and can admit to themselves that they are that individual and maybe that they need to change it, you know, swallow that pill. Um, but this is uh, this is meant to bless everyone, so. Yeah. One last thing I want to throw in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot who says it, but there's a philosopher that says we are pleasure-seeking individuals to avoid pain. Uh, I say to not so much go for pleasure, but to be able to live with both mm-hmm. pain and, yeah. I mean, it's part of the life, it's part of the system. You just gotta learn, like I said, your view, how you tolerate the two. Yeah. It's up to you. So, Brett underscore Austin, IG, follow this handsome man. Follow this okay looking man. I'm just kidding. Troy, this guy's a stud. Thanks for coming on the show, man. No problem, um, guys. What's your thing? TJ Jarrell 20. TJ Jarrell 20. I'll have to put that in the bio. Y'all just have to click on mine because mine's really long. Darian.the1.alexander. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. Share this with somebody. You can listen to this stuff on Spotify if you ever want to listen to it again. We're on a drive. Educate yourself during the drive. Um, and remind yourself that you have the power to change your internal reality and actually your external reality. That's, you know, of course, in your control. You can do that to start working to make yourself better. So, till next time. We'll see y'all. Stay blessed. Thanks for watching. Till next week. Thank you. Peace out.